Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's, a, it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Welcome back to the Rosecast. For those of you who are joining us for the first time, welcome. We welcome you with open arms. Thank you. Thanks for stopping in. That right there is the sound of my co-host's voice, the venerable king of Bachelor knowledge, the most, probably the most veteran watcher of Bachelor seasons in history. The guy occasionally goes back and watches old seasons of The Bachelor just to brush up on his knowledge about the tendencies of the show. I mean, who does that? Gotta stay sharp, Prim. It's Alex Bradford. Alex, how are you today? Doing so good, so good. Bachelor's back. Feeling great. What did you think, first impressions, before we get down to the nitty gritty? Overall, what did you think of the, the season premiere with our girl Rachel? A lot of fucking dudes, Rim. That's all I keep going back to. A lot of fucking dudes out there. Too many dudes. Uh, I got the <laughs> contestant. I got the contestant page up here, just in case we get confused. Uh, we got. They don't all look alike, but some of them look alike, just flat out. All right, and it's confusing. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, nip that right in the bud, folks. This is what we're gonna do. This is it's the it's the recap of the first episode of the season. Typically, it's the best Rosecast of the year. That's not to say there's a steep decline as the season goes on, but, I mean, this is where we make fun of everybody. This is where everything's on the table. All the guys are on the screen. A lot of things to mock and a lot of things to praise, and that's what we're here for. That's what we do best. Baby, let's get right into it then. For whatever reason, Chris Harrison felt the need to sell America on Rachel. In wrestling terms, he felt like he needed to put her over. Convince the skeptics yep. that Rachel is somebody you want to get behind. What did you think of that intro? Did you think that was a little overkill? I thought we should have just got right to the dudes because we already love Rachel through and through like a big sister. Unnecessary. Chris was looking, he looks younger than ever, Rim. I'm going to tell you that. You kind of got a thing for Chris. <laughs> his career and his lifestyle, it's working for him. It's true. Yeah, I thought it was a little bit much though, Rim. I mean, I guess... In his defense, new season, some people might not have watched last season, got to sell you on the first Black Bachelor, 
Bachelorette. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I'm okay with it. All right. Well, me too. All it did for me was remind me of how terrible Nick was. When they showed the clips from last season, I remembered, mm-hmm. oh my God, this guy, no charisma, no, that's it, no charisma. And if you don't have any charisma, then fuck, get off my screen in general. <laughs> Not just Bachelor, Bachelor, just get off my TV screen if you don't have any charisma. <laughs> Not well-spoken, either. Rachel, on the other hand, oozes charisma, oozes elegance. She smiles, I'd say, 96% of the time. She has a gorgeous smile on her face. And she's real, or as she likes to say, I'm real. I don't know why she says it like that, but she says it with I. It's like R-I-L-L. She's real, A-B. She even said, I'm just going to be myself. And I think that's going to be a little bit different. She's... The aura coming off her is always just radiating. Mm. She's got a. Usually they say this to pregnant people, but she's got a glow to her room that just, I can't explain. You, we had to go to the thesaurus, folks, to find words <laughs> that are good enough to describe Rachel. But let's get into the contestants, the dudes. You know, AB, they say Christmas gets earlier every year, but that's not true. It just seems like it. What is true is that there are more Bachelorette contestants on the show every year. That is actually true. There are more every year. That's a fact. (laughs) 30, what, 31 guys this year? 31 guys. 31 guys, yep. She ended up cutting, what, seven or eight? She cut eight, yes. Including one that I think she'll regret for the rest of her life, but we'll get to that later. (laughs) AB, let's go through what I like to call the hometown intros, where there's a little more in-depth behind the scenes, really get to know the guy more so than just their interview after they get out of the limbo. This is one of the things about having 31 guys, Rim, that's a big-time turnoff to me. You don't get very many of these things because you have so long. The the limo scenes take so long that you can't really... They barely did any hometowns. They didn't even do a third of the guys. They didn't do the hometown visits. No, you're right. And not only that, they had to kind of rush the room. I mean, yeah. poor Josiah... Had a tragic story to tell, and it was like, uh, well, over. Uh, you know, uh, I'm a I'm a prosecutor. I used to do crime. Uh, I had a family tragedy, but I'm ready to win her heart. And then, boom, it was on to the next guy. It wasn't. They didn't do him justice. I thought. Couldn't agree more. First up, we got Kenny, who we said before. I expected him to be our personal favorite, just based on the fact that he looked like, well, like you said, he looked like a guy you'd want to be friends with. And he's a pro wrestler. And he's a pro wrestler. I did some more research on him, A.B. I cut you off when you were going into his career a little bit. The guy's like a legit B-level. He's a B-level guy. He's a good, solid B-level pro wrestler. Mm -hmm. He's been around the block a few times. He has a 10-year-old daughter, which I don't think will be a huge deal. But like we've said before, when you have 31 options, and if you're down to the nitty-gritty and you got two or three or four guys, all other things equal – the path of least resistance is to take the one without a child. Absolutely. So I don't think it hurts him that much, but I don't think it helps him either. No, no. disrespect to the 10-year-old who's old enough to get this on her phone and listen, so God knows if that's what's happening. <laughs> he says he's been around a lot of, I have to, any good puns, there's a lot of bad puns, but I will give special credence to any good puns. He says, I've been around a lot of rings in my life. But maybe the next ring I touch, I give to you, Rachel. Uh, I mean, you got yes, sir, Kenny. Kenny, that's my boy. Knew it from the get, from the jump. Team Kenny all the way, Rim. As this, as the show went on, I thought to myself, if I were one of the, if I were on the Bachelorette as a contestant, and Kenny was there, my main goal 
would be to become friends with Kenny ahead of even win the final rose from Rachel. That would be secondary to me. As much as I love Rachel, I would much rather leave this show with a solid friendship with Kenny than anything else. <laughs> Could not agree with you more. So we want to see Kenny stay around. Next up, we got Jack Stone. It, kind of one of those unexplained things. They call him Jack Stone on the casting page. No mention of his last name at all in the show. But they still, when they, when they flash his name on the screen, it's Jack Stone. But then he doesn't go by Jack Stone. He never goes by that. <laughs> It'd be like and she doesn't call him that. It'd be like AB goes on the show and it's like young AB on the screen, but everybody <laughs> calls you Alex. Yeah. Can we get some background of what this, what this is about? So why do they call you Jack Stone? Well, he wouldn't even have a I, he wouldn't even have a good story. The guy seems boring, in my opinion. Jack Stone. We're still talking about Jack Stone. Yeah, he, he, <laughs> bored, he bored you to the point of forgetfulness. Yes. <laughs> Are we still talking about Jack Stone? Yeah. Listen, Jack Stone's fine. Rim. He's, he's a, fine. He's a good-looking guy. He's got his mom passing away. Rest in peace. That's big in terms of this show. He's, <laughs> I mean, obviously it's not a good thing for him, but in the, in the world of the Bachelor Bachelorette, this is Listen, going to get him multiple episodes. Folks, if that seems like a cold and callous way to look at it, it is. But that's how pros do it, and that's what AB is. <laughs> now, the interesting point at a part at this point. Uh, rim is Wins well is going to bust it out. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Some some guys put it all on the table. Like, can I steal you for a second? Boom! I got arrested when I was twelve years of my life story type of thing. So yeah, yep, yep. I'm with you. Next up, Alex. Um, this intro made me think that he was an interesting character. The rest of the episode did not. He he starts off clanking huge plates, big huge plates, plates, plates you couldn't even imagine. Throwing around in the gym, maybe. <laughs> but, oh, what do you know? The dichotomy of Alex, he's also a dork. <laughs> this is basically what he said. He goes, I like to code, technology, science, math, <laughs> computers, <laughs> computers, Rubik's cubes. Do you, you remember that scene? Things. <laughs> <laughs> he's just saying things that he likes. Do you remember that scene in Step Brothers where they give the prestige worldwide presentation? Yeah. <laughs> and they're just saying random board. <laughs> So he seems smart. No idea. Hey, I think, you know, we did the whole what ethnicity are the guys when the cast came out. I think we missed one here. I think Alex is something we don't know. I, I'm not sure. I have written down here. I don't know what this guy is. No idea. No idea. We're not good enough <laughs> linguists. To determine that. Nope. All right. Next up, uh, Mohit, uh, who goes by Mo, apparently. Mohit is a suspicious guy. Suspicious? All right, Rim. Suspicious. Suspicious. <laughs> let, right. me, let me lay this out here. My greatest accomplishment to date is probably launching my startup. Okay. Good on you. Good for you, Mohit. That's good. 26 years old, out here doing things. I'm not, if he launched his own startup... Why does his job title say product manager and not CEO or founder of a startup? Okay. Two, why are you just walking around on the street talking on your phone? Why aren't you in your office? Don't you think, do you have a physical office if you have a ball and startup or no? Okay. That's all I got on Mohit. I just, questions. I'm a little suspicious about his startup background. <laughs> Remy also says he's a Bollywood dancer. Pretty good. Uh, I don't Pretty know. Good. 
exactly what Bollywood is in general. You haven't seen Slumdog Millionaire? I've seen that. I don't. So I don't what's your really. Question? I, I don't. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not gonna say one way or the other. I'm not gonna pretend. I'm not gonna mansplain Bollywood to you for fear of being way off. It's something I wish I knew more about. Let me just put it that way. Okay. Me too. Me too. It seemed. Hey, it seemed like him and his family were having a fun time. I agree. But Rim is shaky on the guy. <laughs> I'm shaky on the guy. Well, you saw what happened later in the episode, too. Yeah. The guy drank too much. And it wasn't like they, like somebody said in the episode. It wasn't like, oh, man, I'm too drunk. Like, I'm going to go crazy. It was like the guy couldn't stand. Yeah, like fucking take this guy out of here. Next up, we got Lucas, uh, a.k.a. Waboom, the biggest joke character in the history of the show, in my opinion. <laughs> Um, total, totally contrived the whole thing. There's no way that like he's been living this Waboom lifestyle. They make it seem like he's just a, the Waboom guy just who's everyone, like, I should go on Bachelorette. You can't have a catchphrase and use it that much when it's something that nobody knows about. That's just it doesn't mean anything either. It's so you have to, ex and then he never explains what it means. It's not crazy enough. Either. It's not intriguing enough. I don't give a shit what Waboom means. That's the thing you got to realize, Lucas. I don't give a shit. It's basically like if Champ Kind went on The Bachelorette. Like, okay, you got a catchphrase. It's a word that it's a, basically a play on a word that people say already, so no one really is that interested. You added wa to boom, which some people say. <laughs> Congrats. <laughs> Next up, uh, White Blake. AB, what do you got on this uh, this kind of sex-crazed white Blake? I started taking notes, but I had to stop because he was talking about his penis, and I don't feel comfortable taking notes about a guy's penis, so <laughs> you got anything? Since his last relationship was mostly sex-based, he went from, he's talking about his last relationship, he went from a high school degree to a PhD in sex? Good for you. Okay, okay, Blake. <laughs> Relax. That's then, what I was thinking there. And then he basically says he has a great penis. And that's when I cut him off. He ba he also kind of followed that with, I don't want to be the guy that only talks about sex, though. Well, you shot yourself in the foot on that one. The, yeah, the cat's that's your whole scene. out of the tube. That's your whole vibe now. <laughs> so good for white Blake. Um, if I were to guess, I'd say he's probably a virgin. That's just my <laughs> guess on it. <laughs> Next up, Diggy. Diggy was a guy that caught our eye sure. on the when the cast reveal. When I watched the cast reveal live on Facebook Live on a fucking Wednesday afternoon. <laughs> Nothing else to do. <laughs> He's big into fashion, which we could kind of tell because mainly because of the glasses. Tortoise glasses. Five <laughs> tortoise. <laughs> Five hundred and seventy-five pairs of sneakers. AB. It seems like a good guy. But I don't think Rachel is the type of girl to go for a man with 575 pairs of sneakers. That's too many, Rim. That's too many. That's about 450 too many. Yeah. No. No. No, it's like 550. I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> 550 like too many. It's like 550 too many. Fast forward five years. She's not going to wake up early in the morning, trip over Diggy's sneakers on her way to go to try this big court case in downtown Dallas. It's just not, it's, I can't get that visual in my head. Well, she's not, so she's going to be the breadwinner of any relationship that she's in, basically. She's not going to be the breadwinner for you to spend all her goddamn hard-earned money on some sneakers every couple days. Mm -mm. And Diggy, you know, 
He seemed just one click too far into fashion. You don't want to be more into the fashion than Rachel is. Yeah, I'm with you. Next up, Josiah. Josiah's had a tough life for him. He's had a tough life, and yet somehow he came off. It's tough to come off poorly when you're describing the tragedies in your life. You like you'd think he would have an advantage. Everyone would like Josiah and feel that empathy for him. But by the end of the episode, I was kind of out on Josiah. He got he he started off great. I liked him. He he continuously throughout the episode progressively got worse. Uh, I don't know if you noticed when he when his scene first started. So he's an attorney. They have a they have a fake scene of him talking on the phone. <laughs> he says he says we're gonna go after this guy. He's a bad guy, and we're gonna get him off the streets. It was, it was too All much. Right. The, the fake <laughs> All right, Bachelorette. Come the on. fake scenes were too much. They even had one with Rachel in a courtroom where she was like, "Objection, leading," <laughs> yeah. and then she, and then she sits down and gives the person, the other lawyer, a look like, "Gotcha, bitch." <laughs> and there's no one in the room. It's an empty room. And Josiah's courtroom scene was hilarious they were in like a empty loft apartment with like a made up like a it looked like a the podium was made of just like loose boards they had sitting around it wasn't a formal podium at all but the fake scenes in this one were too much too much too much and that's it for the hometown intros ab shortly thereafter we see rachel roll up to the bachelor mansion driving herself because he's i-n-d-e-p-e-n-d-e-n-t <laughs> In a Tesla. No big deal. And she meets up with some of her girls from Nick's season. The squad room. This kind of took me aback, Rim. Wasn't expecting this. Is that not a normal thing? Uh, I was. Ex- I would have expected... It's usually like old bachelorettes. That's, that's true. That's true. But she must have been real close with these girls. Yeah, I... So, my wife says that all these girls are like girls on Instagram. Friends, you mean? Yeah, like friends. We like know they're, they're all females. Yeah, friends. Yeah, they're like girl, like girls. These okay. are <laughs> girls. Including Corinne. Yeah. She says Corinne, uh, Rachel and Raven and Alexis are all close. They, f- they all seem genuine in their real love for Rachel. Mm-hmm. Con- and if you listen to last season's Rose cast, conspicuously absent, Vanessa. Vanessa. The most hated girl in the mansion, apparently. <laughs> this just goes to show, Rim. Corinne wasn't as bad as we all thought. Number oh, one, no. she was fine. Oh. Everyone liked her. People liked her in the house. The girls. She now. was in the cool group for sure. She was in the cool group, and it just it just made me think back to all the people that Nick let go. Remember how he let go Christina? Christina looked like a million she, bucks. <laughs> what a sweetheart. Um, Whitney was kind of leading the discussion, which was bizarre. I couldn't even remember her name. She spoke more on that than she did on the season. It was funny, though. They were like, we're going to all make great, great bridesmaids. I'm like, honey, I got news for you. There's like 15 of you here. (laughs) I'd say none of you are going to be bridesmaids. Um, What a good group, though. That brought back some good memories. Good girls. Shout out to Alexis. Everybody was just such a good, positive environment. Good advice. It wasn't like... When Nick hung out with the former Bachelors, they were like, I can't believe you're the Bachelor. Don't fuck this up. <laughs> it was very forced. This was a little different. Okay, B, let's get to 
The best part of every season premiere, the limo entrances. We're going to hit on probably most of these. Some of these guys that we skip are just not memorable enough, frankly. So we might miss some. One guy I thought was memorable, AB, the very first man out the limo, Peter. White guy, gap tooth, good jacket. Genuine. Genuine. A little awkward with the Wisconsin talk referencing Nick, but what are you going to do? I think Peter's kind of sneaky. You got a contender or pretender on Peter, first glance. Pretender. Mm, all right, disagree. <laughs> Josiah came with a kind of a not great pun. For how smooth Josiah is, I expected more from him. It worked. I'm convinced that by the end of our experience together, you will have no reasonable doubt. Uh, she laughed. She, she giggled. Will... That's legal chemistry, Rim. Something you can't touch on. I can touch on that. <laughs> <laughs> the thing about Rachel is she laughs at everything. She's one of those people that laughs at everything. Sometimes she's laughing at you, and sometimes she's laughing with you. I think this was a laugh at. Nobody handled the weirdness of a limo night than Rachel did. She handled it well. She didn't make anyone feel dumb, even though some of these guys blew it. That she really did handle it. She's elegant. She's regal. She's undeniably Rachel. <laughs> Rachel, if you're listening, I will ghostwrite your memoir, and that will be the title. <laughs> undeniably Rachel. All right, Brian, old guy, 37. Uh, claimed to be Colombian? Out of nowhere Colombian. Out of nowhere Colombian? I think we're talking like fourth or fifth generation Colombian. I don't think we're talking about a recent... Uh, immigrant to America. No. Fired off some shitty base level basic Spanish <laughs> without without really a good. It didn't sound like he was fluent, and she loved it. I mean, right off the bat, Rachel was really into Brian. What do you got on this guy? She ate it up for him, and so did I. I love this guy. <laughs> at least at this point in the episode, I love this guy. Fucking Kenny, the man, the man, Kenny. <laughs> Legend. Incredible man. Oh, what a guy. What a guy. You know, there's a stigma about being a pro wrestler that I think would hurt most guys in a bachelor mansion. They would come out, they would be assumed to be meatheads. They would probably be kind of the loud, outgoing waboom types, you know, if you have a catchphrase. Kenny's just a regular guy whose job happens to be pro wrestling. His life is his daughter. His, he just wants to find love. He's 35. He's not here to play games. He's not here to get to the WWE. No. He, he's the most famous of any of them. And he That's doesn't true. want to get any more famous. Good point. He doesn't need this for fame. At no. All. He's, he's already the there. only one on here that we can trust does not, is not using this for fame. I mean, Bachelor, Bachelorette is not going to help you get to the WWE, which is the only next step up for him. If it happens, it happens, though. I wouldn't but mind if, it. <laughs> Hey, if this catapults him to the WWE, I'm not going to be mad about it. <laughs> what did you think about the arm The arm thing? In or out on the arm when he was like, I got I to gotta try something out. And then he did the arm thing, and then she reciprocated, and they had chemistry. Big fan. Me too. Big fan. He also, when he walked in the house, he did the Deion Sanders primetime dance. This guy just does everything. <laughs> everything he does makes me... Have a huge smile on my face. Yeah. We got man crushes on Kenny, and we're going to be Kenny apologists. When he inevitably oh, punches yeah. somebody, we're going to be oh, like, the yeah. guy deserved it. Oh, yeah. Kenny, big time Kenny apologists. We're in too deep. I love this guy. Love Kenny. 
Uh, next up, Rob, a law student. Terrible glasses. Terrible. <laughs> some of the worst. Some of the worst I've ever seen. They they didn't fit his face style. The lenses were too close to his eyes, which created like a. Sh- I'm a glasses connoisseur, folks. If you don't know, I'm wearing glasses, and they were they created like the shadow, so they look like transitions, even though they weren't transitions, which is even worse than having transitions. Here's the thing, Rim. He doesn't. He has contacts. He was wearing them for his for his uh mugshot or his whatever headshot. I think headshot. they're called in the industry. <laughs> <laughs> he was wearing it for his headshot. So this was a style choice for him. This was a yeah. on purpose chose the worst glasses I've ever seen, and they got him sent home. What did you think of this first round fantasy draft pick thing he had going on throughout the night? I didn't get it. I didn't like it. Didn't hit. I mean, one of the weaker gimmicks and props. She's not like an athlete. She's not into fan. I mean. Where's the tie-in? It it makes no sense. What are you getting at? Next up, Iggy. Uh, what do you got on Iggy, AB? I don't oh, know it's Ignacio. Ignacio. Ignacio, okay. which is All a right. dope name. That's good. What do you got on Ignacio? Seemed like a genuine guy. I like this guy's smile. Ugh. You don't think so? You don't like Iggy? Too serious. He's too serious. He seemed like he was genuinely excited to meet her. And to get to know her. Remin AB's first disagreement of the season. <laughs> I see Iggy. I saw Iggy. I saw what he was doing, and I liked it. This was his opening line. I'm excited to be here and can't wait to get to know you a little better. And okay. then he went inside the house. Iggy, there are 30 other men here. That's how you're going to stand out? That's probably what I would do, too. Well, you wouldn't win. Nobody's claiming <laughs> you'd be a good bachelor contestant. That's... <laughs> That's, I don't know if we established that, but nobody thinks that. Um, Bryce, blockhead, square head. I was going to say jaw, but I just went full head. The whole head is square. He's wearing some firefighter outfit. I mean, t- this is kind of weird. Like, if you're a military guy, you know how you see the military guys, like, yeah. if they're on a plane or something, they're yeah. wearing it. Yeah. But you're a firefighter. <laughs> with you. you're, that's a that's a strictly military thing. If you're no disrespect, don't get don't get Rimini be wrong. First responders are the real heroes, but <laughs> first responders are the real heroes. We love what you do, but you don't wear your uniforms out. Like that's not a thing. That's not something people do. Off duty cops don't go to barbecues with their badge. Yeah, you know in a mean? full cop outfit. He's, he picked her up, and he said, I'm going to try and recreate how awkwardly he said this. I could never dream of, of you this beautiful. Well, I mean, she's, we have pictures of her. Like, you knew how she would look. <laughs> Basically, she's worn ga- all, you, all you have to go off of is pictures of her wearing pretty similar stuff and dressed and looking the exact same. You've never seen her... Like in sweatpants, so it'd no. be pretty easy to dream the way she looks. She looked glorious. Don't get us wrong, but that's how she looks. Well, insider info, Rim. Let's hear it. Rachel's dress, which was stunning. Did it weigh fifty pounds? Do you think it weighed twenty five pounds? That's what I have for you. Actually, the the weight of the dress is twenty five pounds. Which I believe impre- it. he picked her up in the dress. She was impressed. That's what uh, she she posted on her little thing after afterwards. 
her blog post, and she was impressed that she, he was able to pick her up with the extra 25 pounds. Heavy dress, loaded with diamonds. Loaded. Had like a stained glass look to it with mm-hmm. like pearl kind of chunks of whatever. <sighs> good. It was good. Great dress. Uh, Will came out as Urkel and then changed into Stefan Urkel. Kind of funny, but didn't get enough play on screen. What do you think of Will? I can't believe that didn't get more of a more of an on-screen time. And what I really liked was he didn't say anything about Stefan Urkel. Rachel said it. Oh, so she so knew great. about it. She's amazing. All right. Uh, Diggy came out. Well, that sounded wrong. Diggy came out of the limo. Um, he's, he said, my name's Diggy. I'm hopefully here so I can teach you how to diggy. And then he went inside. I didn't, I don't know what that is. That should be, is that a phrase I should know? Is that a black people thing? Teach you how to diggy rim. I get that, but just a little play on Diggy. too old, too old of a reference. Not old enough. It was, it's, that's in the reference. That's in the good reference limbo zone where it's not recent enough and not old enough. Um, Kyle, totally nondescript, very forgettable, something about food, something about bread and buns. I buns. Don't know. Let me show you my buns. Pass. Pass, hard pass. Yeah, I wrote pass too. Uh, Blake K. Asian dude. Asian guy? Stunningly good looking, I'd say. Great dude and great looking, amazing smile. He did come with the, my grandparents were getting, my grandparents are celebrating their millionth wedding. I mean- that shit, we've been there before. Played out. We're not impressed. Like we've said, every nobody got divorced back then. Everybody got came home from the war and had sex and got married. That that's just what happened, right? <laughs> if if your grandparents are still married or they never got divorced, there's a fifty percent chance they wanted to and just didn't. Right? So <laughs> nobody's impressed by that. <laughs> I think that's your go-to if you don't have anything to say. Maybe hey, maybe Blake's secretly boring. I mean, he's really good looking. He didn't really get into his military background. We mocked Bryce for wearing his firefighter uniform around. Blake maybe should have worn something that indicated he was a, he's a Marine veteran because I don't think she ever found that out. And that kind of that may have bit him in the end. I agree. Could agree more. Next up, Brady, male model, corny, corny joke right off the bat with the with the broken ice. Yeah, that sledgehammer though, Rim. That was a big ass hammer. I'm not impressed. I'm not impressed by the sledgehammer. <laughs> now we got a chunk of dudes who met Rachel previously on After the Final Rose. We got four guys coming up who've already spoken with her. Now, when we first talked about this, we thought, okay, that's a big advantage, right? I don't know if it was, actually, when it came down to it, because she already knows these guys. She's not going to be impressed by them. She's more interested in meeting everyone else, basically, because she already knows these four, Dean, Eric, DeMario, and Blake. I don't think it helps them very much. The only thing I could see is that the nerves might be a little less for these guys than it was the other guys. As they should be. But not much. Um, Dean. I thought Dean, Dean's a, he wasn't on screen much. He had a good, good outfit, good look to him. Keep your eye on Dean. He's the one who said, I want to go black and never go back. That's right. Bold move Bold from Dean. Move, and it hit. It hit. I'd say that it was more likely than not that that would not hit. Yeah. (laughs) But thankfully, Rachel is just, what a human being Rachel is. Eric, um, kind of boring, personal trainer. They do a little dance thing. Eric's nothing special. Tan suit. You know, pretty much only Obama could wear a tan suit and get away with it. Demario, 
We were very impressed with DeMario's headshot. He seemed very respectful of Rachel, but once he got inside with the boys, he was getting pretty cocky. What do you expect out of DeMario this season? Contender, pretender. I think he's a contender. I did think he was going to get the first impression rose when he first walked out. I thought that was a good possibility. I had that written down. First right, first impression rose coming right up. Have that for him. <laughs> Didn't turn out to be the case. He's a, he's super annoying. By the end of it, I kind of thought he might be the villain of this season almost. Now, after I saw the, the what's coming up next, I don't think that's the case. But while I was watching the episode, I thought this guy might be the villain, like the super loud vocal villain of this season. Him and Josiah kind of had a who can be more annoying pissing contest. Yeah. Who can be like the talking about each other in the first in the third person. <laughs> <laughs> Next up, we got White Blake, the drummer guy, the sex guy. We'll talk more about White Blake later, but you don't fuck with that drum line, though. The drum line was fine, but I soured heavy. Well, I soured on the intro to Blake. And then I soured later in the episode when he was getting mad at Waboom. Now, we're not Waboom guys by any stretch of the imagination. <laughs> but he was being, I mean, he was like, I'm here. I'm going to kill Waboom. And it's like, whoa, you've been here for two hours. Like, go talk to the girl. How about that? But no, he went. He jumped on that bandwagon too quick. I got some behind the scenes stuff on those two. I'll dabble into you later, Rim. Oh, God. I love when you just wet the beak a little yeah, bit. Yeah, just <laughs> remind me to go over that. I'll forget. But I've, I'm, I can't wait to hear it. <laughs> Fred, now this is the behind-the-scenes dabble that I got for you on the last episode of the Rosecast, the preview. Fred knew her from school. Yep. She was his counselor or something when she was in eighth grade and he was in third grade. I was surprised by her reaction to this news, A.B. What did you think? She she kept saying he was a bad boy. Uh, it didn't hit like I thought was it was going to work. I thought it was going to be like, oh my god, a blast from the past. This is amazing. This guy's sexy. No, it's kind of, it's like he must have been a real shithead for him because she's out on him at this point. Yeah, but I can <laughs> like, say you're too you were too bad of a kid. I can't even get that contemplate being with you. It felt I didn't expect this. But it I felt like he was a producer pick at the end for the rose ceremony. Yeah. Like she really genuinely does not want anything to do with him, which was no, bizarre. Not into you, Fred. Jonathan, the tickle monster next up. Um, you okay. Know, uh, <laughs> what do you got? <laughs> what do you got here? Listen, Rim, you can't just tickle people. <laughs> That's... <laughs> He told her to close her eyes, and then he came That's... with a tick. That gave me like a grab him by the pussy type of feel, Rim. Yeah, that was awkward. I thought that the Tickle Monster was just a preseason thing, and then I think one of the questions for the ESPN Fantasy League, which you should all join when there's a link in the in the description of this episode, it, the question was like, will somebody tickle Rachel? And I thought, no way, that's too obvious. Like, the Tickle Monster's not going to actually tickle anybody, but he did it. Sure enough, he did it. And she put up with it because she's a doll, but that was... I'd have slugged him. I'd been like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? She goes, oh, I'm really ticklish. Here's Spoiler alert, everybody's ticklish, especially when you're not expecting it and when your eyes are closed. I'll swing on anybody who tickles me with my eyes closed. That's a fact. <laughs> I don't care if you're male or female. I will pop up out of my slumber and jaw, jaw jack you if you put a feather on my toe or something. <laughs> not in on the tickle monster rim. All right, here we go. First guy with the guitar, Lee. 
uh, singer-songwriter Lee, obviously here to forward his career, so good luck to you, Lee. Um, got down those, south, got, boy, Rim. Down south, he's got the hard part in his hair, so maybe style doesn't reach, the style trends don't reach the south as quickly as they do up here. Only guy with the hard part. Two, literally the last season of The Bachelor, it was 30 guys all with the hard part, and now we only got one. We only got Lee. His hair um, is too high, though. He's got the hard part <laughs> in his hair. It's way too high, Rim. You know, the, the the singing bit when he came out of the limo, it wasn't bad, actually. I liked it. He was self-deprecating about it. He was like, I know I'm not, you know, Justin Bieber. It wasn't like a true sappy love song. It was just like, let's have fun with this light yeah. song here. He it. held the guitar in a way that lets you know he's serious about his craft. He held it in that weird <laughs> way. You know what I mean? Yeah, super high. Yeah, yep. like a like a mariachi band guitar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out to Iggy for getting mad. Lee walks in with the guitar. Everybody's like, "Oh, the guy, you know, give him shit for it." Iggy got. This is when I started to hate Iggy. He gets mad about. It. He's like, "Everybody's here. There's a new gimmick every time somebody comes in." It's like uh, Lee or excuse me, Iggy. You ever have seen you seen the show? show? <laughs> you ever seen the show? It's fucking. If you don't have a gimmick, Walk you're nothing. You're a nobody. <laughs> You're honestly a nobody in the game if you don't have a gimmick. And that's that's the most normal of the gimmick. Like, that'd be fine. That's fine. That's a fine... That's not even a gimmick, really. I mean, the guy with the vacuum, sure, that's ridiculous. But yeah, immediately after fine. they show that, they show the vacuum guy, Milton. Or no. Nope. Alex, Alex. No, Milton had the camera. They showed the, him, uh, him with the camera, and then they showed someone, Alex, with the vacuum. Okay. Straight prop comedy. Made no sense. We're skipping Alex. Alex had the vacuum. Alex had the vacuum. That's Whack. all I need to know. Milton up next takes a little selfie, like you mentioned. I'll tell you what caught my ears about Milton. His voice stinks. I mean, the other guy did the Urkel thing. He actually talks like Urkel and acts like him. <laughs> Milton, your uh, grandfather called, and he wants his whole suit back. He wants everything that you're wearing, the big baggy <laughs> suit. He wants that back. Listen, Rem, it's hard. Milton is sneaky tall. When he walked out, spoiler, he did not get a rose, and then he had to walk out. He had to, like, duck under the <laughs> the door to get, leave. He was so tall. You said you almost said that it's really hard to get suits because he's so tall. Get him tailored. You're going on The Bachelorette. And not only that, he bragged about how many suits he purchased at, yeah. while he was crying. He was like, i got so many outfits I can't wear. <laughs> well, the one you're wearing sucks. <laughs> He kept going on and on about, like, he was crying, and that made me feel bad, because anytime someone genuinely cries, I yeah. cry also. But then he was like, I'm probably the best dressed guy here, and it's like, whoa, pump the brakes, Milton, you're the worst dressed, by far. It's not even close. Wabum looked better. cost you the, the night. The, your, his bad suit cost him a rose, period. <laughs> oh, man, Milton. Poor Milton. I felt bad. I wanted Milton to hang around. Milton looked cooler than he was. Milton was a big-time... A dork. No he disrespect. Just, he just, like, the way he walked, he was so tall and gangly. Just, like, he's, like, he's, like, one of those, you know, the people, the NBA or NBA prospects who grow in high school to, like, seven feet tall and they're, like, way too tall to be even, like, walking. That's <laughs> yeah. what Milton reminded me of walking around this house. No, you know what he reminded me of? He reminded me of, if, you, if you're not a sports fan, just Google image NBA 2003 NBA draft and see the suit styles that come up. That's what Milton, <laughs> that's what Milton was coming with. Uh, I feel bad. You know, I, we make fun of a lot of people here. Milton was crying, and I feel that actually does genuinely make me feel bad. So, poor guy. Next up, we got Adam, another guy from Dallas. A lot of guys sneaky from Dallas. 
He's the one who came with the doll, which, you know, we got on Iggy for not standing out. Uh, bringing a, a huge voodoo doll, a four foot voodoo doll, was one way to stand out. Adam Jr. Did I miss this, AB? Did they ever explain what that was about, or was it just, I brought a doll? He's brought a doll, Rim. Okay. That's that then, huh? You gotta be careful when you bring something like that. Some people are freaked. It, it's like showing up as dressed as a clown or something. Like some people have irrational fears of things like that. Well said. Period. You can't. You can't bring a. You can't bring a creepy that. ass doll. There's a good chance that she's gonna get creeped out by it, and that's all she's gonna think about when she sees you from now on. He got a rose, but yeah, uh, he may have shot himself in the foot with that one. Next up, Matt. A construction manager comes out in a penguin costume. We saw how well that worked for our girl Alexis last season. Nice tie-in, though. Once penguins find their soulmates, they tend to mate for life. Mm-hmm. I like that. Matt's hey, Matt's going bald up front, but he's got a good look to him. I don't, <laughs> I don't hate Matt's look. Well, I really don't. Matt's, Matt is one of our preseason favorites. Was he? I forgot already. Yeah, he was a volunteer. He seemed like a standout That's guy. Right. He was the construction guy. Very dedicated to the penguin lifestyle, I might add. He didn't bother lifting the beak. Like, he couldn't see <laughs> he out of it, but see. he didn't move the beak. <laughs> he just kind of, like, tilted his head up and tried to talk. He was, ve- he was all in on the penguin. Dedication. I, like I appreciate that. Grant, next guy who comes out of an ambulance. Uh, I don't know. Nothing. Didn't cool. hit. Good for you, Grant. Didn't hit. Didn't hit. Jamie. Jamie's the guy that looks like every Bachelorette contestant ever. The guy, you know, the sharp guy with the beard. Looks like every white guy. Had a couple different people say they think he's the most, he's the best looking guy in the in the show, Rim. What do you think about that? Uh, were they white people? Yeah, of course. Okay. Um, maybe that's just because what the, that's, Jamie, well, like I said, it might be because that's what they're used to seeing. I wouldn't put Jamie in my top five whites. Oh. Let's move on though. I don't want. I don't want to list all the white guys I like better than Jamie. You take the rest of the episode. <laughs> Jack Stone next up, the famous Jack Stone. If your name is Jack Stone, you have to have a manly voice, and he doesn't. No. Bad first impression. Nothing special about Jack Stone. Mohit came with kind of a you know a weird. This is the only time that I will ever have the upper hand in this relationship. I don't even know. I mean, well, I'm not sure what he means by that. Rachel laughed because she's a sweetheart, but... Didn't land. Terrible neon blue shirt. Um, 2011 called. They want their Express gift card back. <laughs> Jedediah, AB, the guy I predicted would be this season's Evan, came out embarrassingly underdressed. <laughs> he didn't disappoint. He didn't disappoint. He looked like... Uh, I've never seen Boogie Nights, but I imagine that's what he looked like. Just because the collar, the collar was too big and it was flared out. Like he forgot his collar stays. Like flat out, Jedediah forgot his collar stays. I don't know if his family would have needed to whittle them from wood, <laughs> seeing as how they're Amish. I imagine. Uh, and hey, pat yourself on the back, AB. You called the religious thing from deep. You called it way deep. His first line was a line from the Bible. Yeah. I told you I'm not going to fuck with what he's about religiously, and I do not. <laughs> he Did you notice he gave her this weird hug where he put his arms around her, he crossed his arms, and but his 
His hands were up really high on her back, like almost around her shoulders. It was just a weird hug. It was like he was terrified of touching her (laughs) mid-back. Too scandalous. Too scalp. I don't want my family to see that I'm touching her mid-back. I kind of wish he was going to be around for more episodes. Yeah, yeah, I thought he was going to be around. I mean, Evan was kept around because he was the weird guy. Why was... Be consistent. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Next up, Michael. Didn't know this guy existed. You got anything on Michael? He said, what he said was, the blacker the brownie, the sweeter the dude. Made no sense. Pass. Hard pass. Michael could not have been a more ordinary, nondescript contestant if he tried. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Lucas, on the other hand, a.k.a. Waboom, tried harder than anyone I've ever seen. Now, I've gone back and forth on Waboom just in the last 24 hours. Obviously, you hate him. You hate the guy. The guy, he stinks. The gimmick sucks. Waboom is dumb. But he gave himself a megaphone intro from the car, cracked the window. And when I thought about it, like, I think that's actually what I would do. I would actually do that. (laughs) Yeah, but even he just, it didn't land. His jokes did not land. He's talked about one testicle being larger than the other. That didn't hit. When would that hit? No, that would never hit. (laughs) I mean, I also kind of turned around on him as the episode went, especially at the end, and we'll get to that. But overall, pass. He's not funny. When you tone down the Waboom character, he's probably a fun guy to have in the house. Like, he's probably the guy that, like, you know, because you're sitting around doing, you're not watching TV when you're in the mansion and half the guys are on the group date or there's a guy on the one-on-one date. You're just fucking around, like, playing cards. Waboom is probably fun in those scenarios. Absolutely. But Waboom, the contestant, the character, on here, obviously, to brand himself. I mean, he's already selling merch. Trying to improve his brand. It's going to work, but it's also pretty annoying. It's just not... The Waboom is not... I'm put off by the lack of creativity in the Waboom name. Anyone can just say a word, a, a funny word, and be like... It's just the lifestyle and not put anything behind it. There's nothing behind Waboom. You you take a peek behind the Waboom curtain and it's the guy in The Wizard of Oz. There's no, It's just a little man with not – he doesn't have any grand plan. It's just nothing. There's nothing – Waboom has no foundation to it. It does not hit, Rim, flat out. Do you want my – do you want my Waboom behind the scenes? I sure as shit I do. Lucas Rim, you'll be, you'll be surprised to find this. He has an IMDb page. For one. Oh, am I surprised, A.B.? <laughs> Not really. He is an actor slash comedian. 
he has stand-up comedy out floating around the internet. I watched one today. It is bad. Very bad. And borderline racist. Oh! Like, here's the thing about race jokes, Rim. You can make them, and everyone loves race. Rim and AB love race jokes. I like that dabble. I joking, dabble. <laughs> love joking around with that stuff. But if it's not funny, it's the worst type of joke. Because you just come off as racist. <laughs> That's very true. The risk reward of a race joke. You got to be certain is- that it's funny. Some big extremes there. You know what I mean? If you yep. if you are a white guy and you're on stage yeah. and it misses, it's whoa. Skirt. I can't imagine the horror. The skirt. <laughs> the fucking music stops. You're toast if it doesn't hit. And none of his stuff hit. If I say something around you and you're like, uh, I don't know, I just cut it and no one has to know. <laughs> <laughs> but if you're on a stand-up comedian oh. stage. Whoa. Boom! Yeah, so he's basically he's a stand-up comedian. He was also on a reality TV show called Exile, and I'm going to touch I'm going to touch on that a little bit later, actually. Okay, well, you know, I'm not going to bash somebody for being on two reality shows because my cousin went on two reality shows and was electric on both occasions. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm actually okay with that. I'll I'll tell you about Exile a little later, though. I got I got some more on that. Let me just tell you this, Rem. Okay. It involves another person on this show who Get was out also of town. on Exile after the break. After the break? Are you kidding me? Give <laughs> me the, the news break. now. <laughs> Keep going, Rem. We'll All get right, to it well, later. Let's get into the cocktail hour. It might become a little chaotic. The conversation might get a little crazy here because we're bouncing around. There are a lot of cutscenes here, a lot of dudes to touch on, but we're going to try and hit on the funny things and then get to the rose ceremony and make some predictions for the season. Got the cocktail air. We got the dudes. Josiah makes the first move. Let me steal you. Let me steal you for a second. Instantly dips right into his life story. This was a little sneak peek at Josiah. Josiah, it's not about you. It's about her. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. save that juice for later. Save that juice for one-on-one time later. That's a one-on-one rose date time scenario. So after your date's done and it's it's the it's the dinner date portion of your one-on-one date. You pull out that story and you guarantee yourself a rose and you're making it to the next date. Now you got nothing for that one-on-one dinner date portion of your first one-on-one. If you even get a one-on-one now, cause it didn't hit, you wasted it. <laughs> Folks, listen, thank you all for listening, but you should consider yourselves lucky to be in the presence <laughs> of AB because that is, that is thinking three. He's always three steps ahead That's of the game. Way ahead. That he should have saved it. He should have saved he it. He pulled that card way too early. Sad. Maybe that's why he was so confident in the house that he was getting the rose because he's like, well, I told you a story about when I got arrested and then became an upstanding citizen lawyer. Nope. Sorry, bud. Other dude, gave, other dude gave her that tongue action and got that rose. <laughs> <laughs> now look at you. You got no bullets left in your gun, now, pal. Now look at you, dumbass. Stupid ass with your dumb lapel. All right, we got Dean next. What do you think of Dean? Hey, listen, like I said about Dean, barely on screen, but I think this guy has got some potential here. He did the, he's 25. He built the sandcastle thing. I thought it was kind of cute. He's got a good look. Dean seems nice. What do you got on Dean? I like Dean, Rim. I'm a Dean guy. Rob, first round pick guy. He had the card made. Interesting. Not sure why. He, now, see, this is where the semantics come in. He's like, this is my first round draft pick fantasy bachelorette card. Rob, you got to be the first overall pick. All the guys are here. There's 31, actually. They're all first-round picks. You got to be the first overall, dummy. 
His gimmick, it just did not hit. It wasn't well thought out. What are you gonna, what's she going to do with that card, Rob? She going to put it in her dress pocket. That card was thrown away immediately into the bushes. She <laughs> she tucked it into the bushes. <laughs> Rachel's real and she's authentic and she she's not mean, but she respectfully like when no one was looking, yeah, put that in the absolutely. bushes. <laughs> what is she going to do with that, anyways? Put she's it in, in a, a fucking screw down and take it to the card shop. It's worthless, Rob. <laughs> that probably costs forty bucks. Use your goddamn head, Rob. Oh. Rob, idiot. For those who forgot, Rob also had bad glasses. So the guy's over two early in the early going. Very bad glasses. Yep. Anthony, bald guy, seemed very intense. AB, very intense conversation. Also had a stud earring. That era is over. The male earring era is done. It is not 1998 anymore. I I don't like Anthony. I don't know what about him. Something something's not working for me. I think he loosens up because he was in he was in the coming up on the this season the Bachelorette he was in that a lot with some one on one time. I think Anthony's gonna. I think I hope he loosens up because right now he's he seems like the guy who's like who breaks into the camp the bunk at night the camp bunk at night and tells everybody <laughs> to shape up <laughs> or kick their ass. Eric had some one on one time with her. He gave her he gave her his jacket real gentlemanly like Ray's you know right, but then he hits me with a cringe worthy line. She's talking about what she wants, and he goes, he literally said this. This is verbatim. He goes, so what does love mean to you? Okay. Come on, man. That's what you got? You have so much stuff that you need to figure out about this girl in such a little time, and you're coming with this cliche-ass bullshit? That's what you're coming with? After she's already been on a show where she explicitly states what (laughs) what she's looking for in a loving relationship. Find out about her. This The night one should be you finding out about Rachel, period. And showing that you've done some research already. Yep. Adam Jr., the doll. They did a little bit there, which I thought would have been dumb. It actually turned out to be okay. Didn't mind it. She was creeped out by the doll, though, Rim. I need an explanation for what it is and why it's there. They can't just... There has to be something in episode two or three that explains what that was about. Can't be nothing. That's one of the big problems with having 31 guys room. You can't explain everything that's going on. So they're trying these gimmicks, but we have no explanation for what the deal is. True. Next level thinking. Um, Matt, the first of two men to ask Rachel to choose between two musical acts. He said Prince or Michael Jackson, and she instantly responded with Michael Jackson. Great girl. Demario asked her NSYNC or Backstreet Boys, and she picked NSYNC right away. Her answers aren't what matters here, though we probably both agree with both of her answers. Mm-hmm. What matters is that she instantly responded decisively, no hesitation. This is what I think. She has very strong feelings about the topic. <sighs> Gets me going, A.B. A lot of <laughs> girls can't figure out what kind of food, what type of food they want for any given meal. <laughs> and Rachel's out here with firm answers no hesitation and she backs it up with logic and emotion and facts and reason and you can't get any better than that you want to talk about fred a little bit rim i thought it was going to be a good i thought it was going to be the good story of the season and i still think it might be i'm not completely out on fred but this is a very alarming reaction from her on it's alarming like what did she catch him doing yeah. 
10 years old, I think they said he was. I don't know what he did. (laughs) She said, I cannot get past him being the third grader who I used to discipline for being a bad little boy. Yeah. I feel kind of bad for Fred. He, because he, you know, obviously he's on the show for this reason, but it turns out he, you know, he probably thought, okay, this is going to be our thing. This can be our jumping off point. We got something. We both said this was something you can build on a cute love story. Absolutely. Turns out she's not giving him a chance at all. Nope. He got the rose though. He did get a rose. Well, again, producer pick potentially. Possibly. AB, let's get to the alpha male of the house. The man who asserted himself as the number one player in the game, the real number one draft pick. Takes her off into a little grotto type situation, little purple lighting, little let's come, come over here in this nook and cranny. He said he's a chiropractic physician, which is a fancy way of saying chiropractor. You, listen, chiropractors are always trying to like stretch the truth. <laughs> yeah, like you're you're not a doctor. Just I'm just, sorry. We got to come up with like a mid-level doctor term for chiropractic. Listen, I've been to plenty of chiropractors. They've saved my life on many occasions. But I will say, they have a tendency to be creepy. (laughs) Okay? Because you're, you know, you're a fit guy and you're taking people and you're kind of like rubbing them down and and like making them feel better. And they usually go, oh, like when you're doing that to them, like it's just an inherently creepy gig. I'm with you. She was already set on Brian. She was already positive on Brian from the limo situation. Then she ta- he takes her to that secret corner, and she just she wanted him to speak that Spanish. She wanted him to kiss him. She Rachel she was, was all in on this smitten. guy, smitten, smitten, and it's emotional and it's physical. AB, oh boy, is it physical, Rim? The kiss was aggressive. I have never seen a more aggressive kiss. Period. End of sentence. Did I did I continue? <laughs> you didn't stutter and you didn't say any other words. <laughs> Period. Period. She said, I didn't want to. She goes, I did not want to kiss anybody tonight. But boy, did I love it. I mean. Oh, my God. She was head over heels, AB. Head <laughs> over heels. Listen, that kiss. Like, if I saw someone kiss you like that, it would it would be too far. Be that's, get a room. that's a private kiss. Yeah. And that's- not a first kiss. No, not a first kiss. It made you wonder if they've kissed before. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get down to crunch time. The last hour of the cocktail party is where guys, where it's just rapid fire. Guys are like, I haven't talked to her. I haven't talked to her. How many people you talked to her? Oh, my God. I got to get in line. Things get pretty crazy. Jedediah somehow gets time. If Jedediah gets time and you're complaining that you're not getting time, sack up and go do something yeah. about it. Yeah. Lee. Okay. My favorite part of the, the chaos of guys interrupting each other was Lee interrupting a guy who was interrupting another guy. <laughs> and he said, I think, I don't know who it was. I think it might've been Bryce. And Bryce was like, Hey, and then Lee goes up to Bryce and he goes, he just wanted to let you know that I just wanted to pull you aside for a second. It was an all time, <laughs> it was an all time line. Amazing line. One of my favorite parts of the episode rim, right around this time, Chris Harrison walks in. He says, fellas, <laughs> sets the rose down and walks out. <laughs> Doesn't say another word. Did you notice that the rose, I don't know if it's always been on this thing, but it was on like a $50,000 chunk of gold. It's pure gold. <laughs> I did Sheet. notice that. I've never seen that before. He he really did just go, fellas. fellas? <laughs> Didn't say another word to anybody. Fellas. Well, oh, my God. 
It's great. It was great. Chris Harrison, Amazing. everything. He, he literally Love says him. seven words an episode. <laughs> he probably gets a million dollars. A couple things we want to get to before we talk about the final, the first impression of Rose B. Your man, White Blake, got very upset with Waboom. I thought this was misplaced anger. All right. There's 31 people here and you're focusing your, your energy on trying to weed out the guy who's not here for the right reasons. Like, of course, there's going to be people here not for the right reasons. Let him be, let him waboom over there. Go talk to Rachel. <laughs> spoiler rim. Let's, oh, is it, what do you mean spoiler? Good or bad? We got some outside. You got some scoop or not? It's not a spoiler. Let me restart okay. that. Thank you. <laughs> Breaking news rim. You got White Blake breaking news, White Blaking news. White Blake breaking news. There's a reason he wasn't fucking with Waboom Guy Rim. I said said earlier, Lucas Waboom, whatever his last name, was on Exiles. Now, just a little background. That's a show hosted by Carmen Electra, the legend. And it's basically you take an X on to this island, and it's like six couples or X couples. You and your ex go on, and then you try to find new love, or you might get a relationship back up with your ex. And then so you... it's like love it or list it with humans. Yeah. Okay. So Lucas went on there. Apparently, Blake went on there too. Same they were on the reality same show. They were and on the Blake same left with Lucas's ex. Come on. That's <laughs> too good to be true. You can't make this stuff up, Rim. Blake left with Lucas's ex, and they, like, lived together for a while. They were a couple after the show for a while. This was a 2016 show, so not that long ago. Okay, so during Blake's intro, is that the female he was talking about? His previous relationship, do you it think? Possi- it, it definitely could be. Things but there's a reason. Awkward. These two know each other outside the show and do not like each other and have legitimate beef. That's very interesting you say that because White Blake gets mad at Lucas. He goes, are you really here to find love with Rachel? And then Waboom was like, are you really here to find love with Rachel? (laughs) (laughs) That's what makes it very interesting once you you figure that out. What are you talking about, Blake? You're not here. You've already been on a reality TV show. You're obviously not here for the right reasons either, bud. That is great. It's Juice. obviously probably the reason why both of these people are on. The producers, I assume, thought this would be great. And I hope this comes to light later in the season. I don't know. I, I like. I think. I feel like Bachelor considers itself like its own ecosystem. I don't think they're going to reference. The only time I've seen them reference like the outside world, really, is when our guy Vinny snuck those magazines into the, his bottle yeah. shop that one time. <laughs> yeah. And that was it. So, Good I don't point. know. We'll see. Well, let's talk about the first impression, Rose A.B. Josiah thought he had it in the bag. The whole game. DeMario was not sure that he would get it, but he, he was sure that Josiah wouldn't. <laughs> we got some good smack talkers on this show, A.B. DeMario and Josiah jawing at each other is good TV. DeMario said he'd let Josiah bring a date to DeMario's wedding and yeah. let them sit in the third row. <laughs> It's great. That's just something you're going to get with the first black bachelorette room. You got a different group of people, a different swag, a different flavor to this season that we're not experienced. A lot of good smack talkers. No disrespect, but white people aren't great at smack talk. No, they get too mad and they want to fight. They want to fight all the time. 
as long as Demario and Josiah are on the show, there's going to be some verbal yeah. challenges. Yep, absolutely. Josiah did do something that I thought was very dumb, though. He put the rose on before she handed it out, which, if you're superstitious, I mean, that's like touching the Stanley Cup. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Jinx himself. Jinx I himself. thought at first I thought he was just going to continuously wear it, which would have was very <laughs> would have been very funny, but he took it off at least. AB, when it comes time for Rachel to give out the first impression rose, who were you expecting to be the recipient? Well, my man Kenny had just got done talking to her, had a great conversation. I'm like, this guy has got the first impression rose locked up. They made it seem that way, for sure. Yep. Maybe Josiah. I thought Josiah, because he seemed really confident. He did fucking shoot all of his bullets. That's true. He emptied the clip on her, but... Emptied the clip. Uh, or, you know, Brian, because they shared the most intense kiss I've ever witnessed. So Brian was not on my radar, AB. I'll admit, I did not expect Brian to get it. But, you know, looking back, you put the pieces together, it should have been obvious to everyone that Brian was going to get it. She was, she was head over heels when they first had the limo meeting. (laughs) She loved the little private makeout sesh. And boy, when she gave him the rose and he said, I might have to go back in for another one. Wow. She goes, she was like, yeah, like, give it to me. <laughs> That's why she gave him the rose. He must be just the best kisser of all time. That might have something to do with it. Rim, again, flat out, it made me mad when he was kissing her. I don't know about you. I didn't you. like it. I didn't, I didn't like it. I feel like Rim and AB are big brothers to Rachel, even mm-hmm. though she's older than us. Little brothers, but yeah. <laughs> nope, we're the big brothers. And okay, that's fair. If anyone messes with our sister, yep. you know, we're going to come kick their ass. Well, it's not so much that he messed with her. There's two angles to it. One is we have some dudes that we like, that we would prefer she choose. Brian is not in that group. No. We're talking Kenny, uh, maybe Peter, like whoever. Like, we'll talk about him later. But Brian was not in my initial group of guys I wanted her to be with. So if any, if she gives the first impression rose to anyone other than those guys, I'm going to be, I'm going to be mad. I don't want, like, I don't want Brian up down her throat. I don't like seeing people kiss my sister. No, that's true, too. Not like that. (laughs) Not Not like like that. that. No. No. I didn't like it. This second kiss was... It was not like a second kiss, A.B. It was like (laughs) a... It was like a just got engaged kiss. Just got engaged, but... We're away from all the hoopla of us getting engaged. Because, you know, if you get engaged in public, you don't have that kiss. No. This, this was is a like an island engagement the, kiss. Yeah, private room kiss. Oh, ooh. Holy shit. Listen, Rim and AB, not prudes here, but just we were a little put off by how aggressive Brian was. And, you know, it, it saddened me to see that she was. She wanted it. Yeah. It saddened me. Yep. Sorry. I didn't expect it. She said she wasn't going to kiss anyone. And I really believed her. Usually it's like, okay, yeah, right. You're going to kiss a bunch of dudes this first Yeah, night. right, Joe. Guy Joe. or girl. You know, Nick, you're going to kiss fucking 15 girls. Get real. But when Rachel says it, it means something. Apparently not. On to the rose ceremony. AB, I'm going to rattle off who got roses, and then afterwards I'm going to need you to tell me, uh, give me a ethnicity count. Of if course. You don't mind. Thank of you. Course. All right. In order of who received roses. Peter. Will. Jack Stone. Generic Jamie, Iggy, Eric, Demario, 
Jonathan, Bryce, Alex, Kenny, Dean, Matt, Anthony, Jesus, Brady, Josiah. You need me to take over reading room? Lee. You know, like in the NFL draft where they sub in another person because there's so many fucking picks? Yeah. We need the deputy commissioner coming for the <laughs> yeah. second round. Jesus Christ. Uh, Lee, Diggy, Fred, Adam, White Blake, mm-hmm. and Waboom, a.k.a. Lucas. couple things here. First, how disrespectful was Waboom's dance on those guys' graves? <laughs> He did the Waboom bit after getting the final rose. Dead silence in the room. Listen, room. I was completely out on Lucas. Hadn't cracked even the slightest grin at a thing he said throughout <laughs> the entire episode. Did not make me laugh once. But when he said this, when he did his Waboom, whole thing, loud as shit, <laughs> after he got the final rose, I burst out laughing. I was not oh, expecting it. Was not of course, you weren't expecting it. it. Well, if he would have gotten, if he would have done the bit at any other point during the rose ceremony, it would have been, you know, fine. It would. Some guys would have laughed because the tension's not that high anymore. Some guys would, who hadn't gotten roses at that point been like, okay, this guy, you know, roll your eyes a little bit. But for him to get the final rose and do people that, going home, people going home, and he does that in the face. Stunning, stunning lack of awareness. But maybe on the other hand, it's just a hundred percent dedication to the character. Yep. Waboom's going to be around for a while. Obviously, obviously a producer pick. I feel bad for yep. the guys sitting there watching him, going like, "I, you know, I'm a legit guy, and this producer pick Waboom is doing a dance right now at six in the morning. I've been here for twelve hours drinking, trying to get ten minutes with this girl, and now I got to go home. And I bought all these suits." Um, <laughs> Well, that's <laughs> that's even what what Asian Blake said. Asian Blake, great guy. We both loved him. Great looking. Oh, stunning. Uh, he he was like, we got. He was talking about it like it was his all his people like got let go. He's like, we got these all these great guys that got let go. Another military guy. We got this guy. We got this guy. He was shocked to be let go. Maybe you said it. Military Blake didn't get a rose, and Waboom did. Of all the guys, I'll, let me list off the guys who didn't get a rose. Grant, Rob, Jedediah, Mohit, Kyle, Milton. All those guys I just named, yeah. I mean, Fine. they weren't going to win. Fine. I can see you going home. That seems normal. For for Military Blake, a.k.a. Blake K., a.k.a. Asian Blake, to not get a rose was stunning for all the reasons you just listed. Very respectful. You know, military background. A lot of check marks here, AB. And, oh, yeah, by marks. the way. Gorgeous smile, great dimples, Gorgeous. beautiful great guy. Looking guy, great looking guy. Here's some guys who got roses that I don't think should have. If we're gonna send Blake home, let's hear it. Jonathan, Fireman Bryce, Brady, Adam, and of course Waboom. Adam bought brought a doll. Bryce wore a firefighter outfit. I call it a firefighter costume. <laughs> It just didn't seem like that's not what you wear when you're fighting fires. Like, what is, what are you even, this is what you wear when you graduate from firefighting school. What yeah, even that's is this? That's the only situation you wear that. Blake should have worn his military outfit and then we'd flip flop Blake and Bryce, period. So, yes. Blake should, Blake is probably the most popular person to be eliminated on night one. I mean, when Blake didn't get a rose, it was like, you know, in, um, 
Star Wars, A New Hope, and you know Luke Skywalker is doing the pew, pew with the thing on the they're on the Millennium Falcon and Obi Wan like he has to sit down. He's like, oh my, I felt a great disturbance. Like it was like a thousand, <laughs> a million voices cried out for help all at once. We're silenced all at once. That's what happened. That's what my it felt like when Blake <laughs> Hay didn't get a rose. Special <laughs> Mason crying out. The world cried out and was like, Blake, hey, didn't get a rope. He could he could seriously be the next Bachelor. Honest to God. If you make Blake <laughs> K the next Bachelor, I'd be like, yeah, it makes perfect sense. He's very popular during his three <laughs> minutes on screen. <laughs> Just one more re- reminder, Rim. We do this every season. This shit lasts a really long time, and I think this one might have lasted longer than most other seasons. When Blake Are you talking was, about the actual ceremony, like the when, actual they were ser- when Blake was giving his final speech, it, it was appeared noon. to be mid-afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> it was so bright out. It was not yeah. like crack of dawn even, what you normally see. It was full sun at the top of high noon. It really was. I mean, Blake was out there getting sunburned. Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay, let's talk quick about the promo for the rest of the season and then get into our predictions, which don't mean shit. AB, first thing I did, I rewound it, obviously, to catch everything. The promo for the rest of the season, obviously, it's explosive. Maybe the most exciting season of The Bachelorette ever. I don't I don't know if Chris Harrison would agree with me, but I think we might have an exciting season on our hands. I agree. Here are the guys who uh, make out with Rachel. AKA a list of guys whose asses we might have to kick. <laughs> Peter, I'll let that slide. Peter can Peter can kiss her. Lee, Anthony, twice. I saw Anthony get kisses in two different outfits. Unreal. Brian, obviously, the kiss king. Love this investigative journalism by you too. I went. I had. I, to, I was think, like pausing the DVR. I was ready I to go. Not let this slide without giving you props. Thank you, sir. We're not done. There's a lot more fellows hey, in here. Fellas, very interested in this, honestly. Matt, shout out to Matt, bald Matt. Okay, Matt, Jack Stone. Okay, and Dean. Now, there were some shots of a bearded brunette male. I could only confirm that one was Brian. They could have all been Brian. I don't know if there are some other guys who could have snuck in that promo. Okay. So that's who we that's who I saw. That's why So we know we'll get kisses. Okay. Yes. Other notes. She asks Jack Stone on a one on one, have you ever brought home a black girl before? That tells me that Jack Stone might go pretty far. Because like you said, that that conversation might not happen until the later. Agreed. Dates. Lee appears to be the villain. He's the villain. That's pretty clear. The antagonist. Yep. Yes, pretty clear. He, uh, The guys turn on him pretty quickly. There wasn't a lot of anti-Waboom rhetoric that I saw in the promo. Yeah, I, so think he he goes home early. Next, I think Probably. he's going home next week. Uh, Kenny bleeds at some point. Let me stop you right there, Rim. This, uh, they do some sort of movie date. I'm positive of that. The blood looked fake, and I didn't want it to say fake. that, but it looked fake. It was Shit. fake. That's yeah, fake. I should know better. No one beats up Kenny, first of I was going to say, why would you pick a fight with the former <laughs> TNA champion? <laughs> yeah, no. No one's beating up Kenny. That is a movie scene. I'm calling it right now a movie scene date. They're recording okay. some sort of movie scenes, acting, and one of, and Kenny gets the role of the guy that's bleeding. No big deal. 
Longtime listeners will recall the shoe being on the other foot with that kind of prediction, where last season you thought Josephine slapped the shit out of Nick. Yeah. And I said, nah, that's got to be- I'm not getting fooled the- twice. <laughs> no, no. We learned our lesson there. Um, last thing about the promo, some random chick shows up and puts a dude on blast. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely on blast. I got the text right here, motherfucker. You still have a key to my apartment. Some guys, so one of these guys has a girlfriend right yeah, now. flat out. Who do you think that is? <sighs> Jamie. Jamie? Okay. Yeah. I think Lee. I think it's Lee. Ah, uh, good call. I good think call. Lee is hiding the fact that he has a girlfriend by snitching on everybody else and deflecting Lee, all everything. Yeah, Lee seems a little scummy. Yeah, I'm with you. One last thing I want to bring to your attention, AB. You probably did you watch this live or did you watch it on DVR? I started on DVR and caught up to live and then watched okay. it a second time. <laughs> So you may have missed a couple. Th- <laughs> okay. Don't let that. I didn't. That went in one ear and out the other because I did the same thing. But for most people listening, they'll be like, "Whoa, these guys!" It's only Tuesday. It's Tuesday. Um, you may have missed this, AB. A couple of advertisements indicated that we truly are in a new era of the Bachelor franchise. What What do we have? I missed him. I sped through the commercials for the most part. L'Oreal, aired a, the hair product company, aired a commercial that was exclusively about black women's hair. Ooh, and it okay. was like a minute long. It was Love it. <laughs> it was something you've never seen before on network primetime television. Yeah. So that makes, hey, that tells you. And that's first episode. Once they get the demo numbers back on this, who knows? Keep an eye out for the advertisements, folks. New era. I'm going to try to find us some numbers based on ethnicity and age for next week. I'm going to try. Were you disappointed? Uh, well, maybe disappointed is not the right word. Were you surprised by the lack of race talk on the first episode? There was almost none. Nope, I'm not surprised. Like I you said, think I it's going to come down later. I think that's not that's not a first date conversation. It's really not. Okay. okay, what do you say we give top four? No particular order. Do you have yours ready to go? Yeah, I'm ready. I'm going with Kenny. Because I really want him to win. I don't think he's going to, but... I'd take a bullet for Kenny. I really want him to win. Number two, Asian Blake. (laughs) (laughs) Just another one of my favorites. I don't don't really know what happened. Good pick. (laughs) Demario. And... uh, and Bryce, and I'm let me let me do a real one instead of Blake K. Bryce, is that not not Bryce? Uh, Brian, sorry. I was gonna say no, not Blockhead, not, Whoa, not blockhead, blockhead Firefighter. No, 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 no. no, no, she no. Gave, <laughs> when she gave Bryce the rose, he goes with honor. He's, Fuck, he's no. like, hey, yeah. by the way, I'm wearing medals and stuff. No, like, God, no, 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 no. Sorry, right. that was a big time. <laughs> Glad I caught that. No, uh, Brian. And Adam. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Okay. I like his look. I like his look. He I think the if he can survive this mistake of <laughs> a, the doll he brought, he'll make it far. I don't okay. know if he can like survive that. it, but if he can. You gotta have a wild card pick. You gotta have a wild part card pick in your early going. Yep. Here are my top four. I also have Brian. Okay. I have Peter. Uh, I have 
I'll put Josiah in there at this point. And here's my wild card. Anthony. Really? I think Anthony, from what I saw in the promo, I think Anthony loosens up a bit. Okay. And I think they make a connection. And I think he's fucking, he's not bad looking either. Take the earring out and you got a whole different man. I'm with you. I like that. If I Hey, we want to know your picks too. And the best way to send us your picks, well, there's two best ways. Join the bracket group on ESPN, which we will link to. Uh, got a bunch of people, and I think we had 50 or 60 in it last year. I would like to get to 10,000. I hope we get to that <laughs> number. Um, and also follow us on Twitter at RoseCastES. Right now, we got uh, Rim, we got Megan H leading the RoseCast bracket. Can time. I, the RoseCast bracket yep. group, can I make a confession? Forgot to make my picks. I see that here. I was, I was so going to call you out here, but. Here's the thing, Rim. Here's the good thing. The questions this week were very hard. So I have one question more than you have, right? And I answered all the questions. So you're not far behind. Most people on here have 20 points. So they answered two things right. Come back easy from that. So still join. Not only that, you can make your final four picks and your final rose picks up until I think week three or four. So you have a couple weeks to make your final picks. So you're good there. Um, I was just, uh, my excuse, I was too concerned in the hours leading up to the premiere. I was too concerned with getting more people in the group that I forgot to make my own picks, which was really embarrassing. Yeah, I saw a bunch of like Twitter blasts and stuff like that from Rim, and then I see here Rim didn't even fill it out. Unbelievable. That's embarrassing. (laughs) How can you expect other people to want to join if one of the leaders of the group uh, didn't even bother? So let's say you're a first-time listener or maybe a long-time listener, and you're thinking to yourself, man, I like this. I like what these guys got going on here. They got, they got, it seems like they've been best pals for 20 years because that's the case. And it seems like AB knows his shit. And it seems like Rim runs a type ship in terms of the show. <laughs> and you're thinking to yourself, how do, I, how do I help these guys out? What can I do for Rim and AB for all that they do for me, which is bring me joy and supplement my bachelor watching with a good hour or so of entertainment every week. We need a couple things. We need you to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, formerly iTunes. Bet you didn't know that, AB. I did. We would also really appreciate if you want to be a Jesus Christ superstar, go the extra mile, not Jedediah, but just go the extra mile for us. We'd really appreciate if you would review and rate the show on Apple Podcasts, because I'll be honest, folks, hate to toot our own horn, but there's a whole lot of Bachelor Recap podcasts that are ranked ahead of us in the category, and they stink. <laughs> Flat out. They stink. Give Listen to them, and then spit on the phone, because it's not something, don't let that stuff get into your, seep into your ears for too long. It's not as good. So we need to be, we need your help to get above these garbage podcasts and into where we rightfully belong, which is the number one podcast in the nation. Like I said, don't want to toot our own horns. <laughs> like I said, don't want to toot my own horns. <laughs> like I said, I don't want to be a braggart here. Whatever happens, we appreciate you listening very much so. And um, we look forward to just interacting with the listeners because I tell you what, there's nothing like Rosecast Nation. There's nothing like Bachelor Nation. And as you can tell by this long-winded outro, it gets us going. It really does. And if you have any way for us to contact Kenny, um, <laughs> give us that info. <laughs> we would like to get Kenny on the show as soon as possible. <laughs> Thank you.
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.